Katie Armor raised the standard. Finally, AR500 steel core body armor that comfortably conforms to the chest and torso. Unique design distributes weight, feeling lighter, increases mobility, and lessens fatigue. Introducing the Combat Quad Bend CQB, a revolutionary plate-forming process that caters to the end user. The CQB is an industry game-changer, a must-have for the ladies. Available now, only at katiearmor.com, C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Come and take it. In ancient times, man roamed the earth in a constant state of hunting or being hunted. Introducing Caveman, where cutting-edge science meets ancient super nutrients. Secure your bottle right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Land that called us ever homewards We will go home across the mountains We will go home, we will go home We will go home across the mountains We will go home, we will go home 
Shall I explain to you in one easy lesson how the world works? Use small words. I'm not as bright as you. The house that puts family first will always defeat the house that puts the whims and wishes of its sons and daughters first. Raupnir. A good man does everything in his power to better his family's position. Geiri. Freiki. Regardless of his own selfish desires. Right there on this hammer, it says the word Rahul. That is the answer to every bit of this. This is how you do this. You do this with racial holy war. That is the only thing that will ever, ever bring about any kind of hope or solace for our people. Racial holy war. Violence, if necessary, 
There's a well-known ancient Latin phrase, civis pacem parabellum. If you want peace, prepare for war. And the time has come to get plumb mad dog meat. And that if you lose your head and give up, then you neither live nor win. And that's just how it is. I say to you, in imitation of that great Confederate general, Nathan Bedford Forrest, war to the knife! But a kingdom that has once been destroyed can never come again into being, nor can the dead ever be brought back to life.
Our victory, comrades! All right, welcome to the Resolution Radio Network at ResolutionRDO.com. You are listening to the Sunny Thomas Show, and I'm your wild and crazy-ass host, Sunny motherfucking T, you wild pack of dogs. If you want to call in now, it's area code 607-203-5423. That's area code 607-203-5423. You can follow us on various social media networks. Um, actually, we've been slowly growing that again as well. So you can check us out on Wimkin, Getter, Parlor, Gab, Twitter, and Telegram at Funny Thomas Show. You can also follow us at Resolution Radio on Getter, uh, Gab, Twitter, and that's actually Resolution Audio number one, because they still had our original uh, handle band. And of course, on Telegram. Um, I do believe we're supposed to be having a channel on Parlor soon. In fact, I'll double check real quick just to make sure if it has, if I've already started or not. Uh, let me double check here. It's been a while since I've messed around twitching channels on that. Okay, I'm not quite sure about that one. Yeah, still got to work on that one. Okay, so uh, that's probably the one that I am avoid on. But at Play Tommy Show is very active on Parlor. So, but since I got rid of that one guy. I don't think it's been as good. I think they, they do censor some stuff a, a little bit more. I actually thought I was totally shadow banned on Twitter the other day. So I, I, I killed the app and fired it back up again. And apparently I was, I was still able to read uh, my uh, timeline just fine. Interesting enough, I've actually got a state of Ohio senator as well as the, I think maybe even the secretary of state follow me on Twitter. So I don't know if that's good news or bad. <laughs> But really, I don't. If they want to let something great, not so well. If come on, step on up. Don't be hiding behind the fucking desk. Come knock on my door if you're gonna be a punk. So that's how I look at them. And I think that's something that's really been missing a lot lately is the fact that there are some old school rules that we generally follow, and they seem to have gone by the wayside of many things. I've talked about this on the show a lot. How there's just some things you just don't do. I mean, if you grew up in the fucking city like I have in Dayton. There's just certain rules, man, that, that are kind of implied. You know, it's not necessarily uh, written in stone, chiseled on the wall or anything like that. But the bottom line is there are some things you just don't do. Like you don't park in front of someone's house. Even if it's a public street, you just generally don't park in someone's house, especially on the freaking weekends, man, um, because you will get retaliated against because two things are going to happen. I'm either going to block your ass in and teach you a lesson because it means you're going to have to fucking deal with me trying to get out. Or I'll make goddamn sure I will move that fucking vehicle and stick it out in the middle road or something, or I'll push it on the sidewalk, whatever case got to be. If that means, you know, and I've actually had situations where part of my driveway was fucking blocked and some son of a bitch had his ass hanging out. And I, I said, hey, dude, can you move your fucking vehicle? And he just kind of looked at me stupid, like, all right, bet. Jumped in that motherfucker, threw it in reverse, and just slammed on the goddamn gas. Bam! Blew that shit like a fucking lethal weapon movie scene. I mean, that's how I look at it, dude. This is how we do it. This is how we do it in the hood. The problem is, these motherfuckers don't know what the rules are. Especially like these minority motherfuckers. They think they can just come over here and do what they want. You know, you get, as soon as you get a black person fucking buys a house in the street, your housing value literally just plummeted anywhere between 
three to fifteen thousand dollars. That's just one black person or family, because you know they always got to bring their families over for the fucking barbecues. Then all the buddies got to hang out smoking weed, fucking drinking. I mean, it's it's a constant fucking thing, dude. And after a while, people start going, and that's the part of white flight. Because next thing you know, oh look, there's a fuck, there's a brother here on the street. We should go look at a house, homie. And because of he equal housing opportunity, you can't fucking get out of these things. So that thing was set up decades ago because that was uh, some of the beginning stages of eliminating uh, freedoms and stuff for white people to be able to have an association who they want to deal with. That's why the suburbs keep on growing. So that's a serious issue in itself. But um, you know, got things we we got to pretty much look out here. So, um, I'm going to try to cover a couple news stories that I posted on the various social media networks. Um, my guest this evening is Daisy Barr. She is the VP of the Aryan Freedom Network, and she's going to be talking about an upcoming event that's going to be happening this summer. And she's going to promote that. If you want to follow um, the Aryan Freedom Network on Gab. You go to gab.com slash Aryan Front. So it's been a long time since we had Daisy on here. So we get a chance to kind of uh, talk some shop with her and uh, get her take on some things as well as finding out about this event she would like to promote. And uh, what is the state of our people? What are the things we have to worry about these days? So those are some serious issues that uh, we definitely talk about because every day our borders are wide open and just keep allowing more and more illegals flooding into my into our fucking country. So it's a constant, constant fucking barrage of invaders. And that's what exactly what they are. They're invaders. See, in my view, once you, you come to my country like that, once you cross the border, especially legally, you're already a criminal, which means whatever fucking shit, I don't give a damn what your story is. Hey, man, I'm coming from a oppressed fucking regime. Sorry, dude, you just broke into my fucking country. Fuck you, you're a criminal. You're going back. There ain't no catch and release, man. We are fucking scooping your asses up, and we're throwing your fucking skank ass back in the fucking country that spawned you. I don't care if it's a sand heap. I don't care if it's a jungle. I don't care if it's a frozen tundra. You get the fuck out of my country. And that's the attitude we need to start having. We need to start encouraging our white representatives to stop bowing down to political correctness and start stepping up and just say, hey, man, there's some things that just don't fly. You know, we, we gave Matt Gates uh, some serious uh, props because he stood up as long as he could to try to keep McCarthy out of the speakership because he wanted concessions. He wanted to make sure there were deals in place before we let that motherfucker get up in there and turn into another Pelosi. Uh, I mean, Paul Ryan on steroids. I mean, that's probably what would have happened. He's a neocon creature. So far, he's actually been uh, doing playing ball fairly well because they – they orchestrated a deal that basically, if he does anything stupid, all it takes is one guy to step up in GOP and say, hey, that's it. We're out of, you're out of here, buddy. You got to go, bitch. And that's just the way it is. That is called checks and balances. You know, like my mother was saying, oh, we got to get the fucking stuff doing this. We got to get work to done. I was like, mom, this is why we elected these motherfuckers, was to make sure that they stood up and said, I'm going to go to Congress. I'm going to do this. Well, every time we get them in there, they do the complete opposite. Because once you get in there, they're told, you ain't going to get shit. Nothing's going to happen. Uh, you want anything to happen, you better kiss our fucking ass. And if you hope to get on a committee at all, then uh, you basically got a genuflect 
and you gotta you gotta fucking suck the cock. That's just the way it is. That's how it works in politics. I know it's graphic as fuck, but that's exactly what happens. And my biggest problem is a lot of these is damn Christians. I remember Barry Goldwater saying specifically the worst thing about the Republican Party was evangelicals, and that was a serious fucking issue because what what have they done for the Republican Party? Nothing. They've marginalized the Republican Party. Allow the the GOP to be the default party for whites. Those times are gone, and we need to start looking at other opportunities, such as the National Justice Party, for example, as well as some other groups out there, uh, American Freedom Party, which we feature some of their ads on here, and other movements as well. So, Libertarian Party is not an option. It was compromised a long time ago. The Koch brothers are already over it. So, there you go. It's already completely fucking marginalized. So the story I wanted to start off with before we get to our, our first break is exactly right on this particular topic. Uh, this is from a website called uh, boundingintocomics.com. Uh, the Satanic Grammys are a blunt reminder of conservatism's complete failure. Yes, and DDP. Uh, and my reply to this as I posted it was, I totally agree with this, uh, with this article. And the biggest issue is these damn Christians in the quote-unquote conservative movement are to blame. We as whites especially must denounce Christianity and embrace our true pagan roots. That's how you fight fire with fire. Hail the gods. What is the difference between Romans and most Western uh, countries of today? The Romans highly regarded their past, especially if they had a a familial lineage where someone of their ancestry actually did a major thing for the Republic. Uh, it's, for example, uh, Brutus's ancestor was the one that ousted Tarquinius, the last king of Rome, and that's when they became a Republic, because they weren't going to have a tyranny like that anymore. So that's why the senators basically approach um, the... Um, And uh, said that a Brutus must wield the knife because it was his ancestor who made a name for for the family that they had that the, that they had to oust the tyrant, and that's what they saw Julius Caesar as, and that is what he was becoming. But that being said, Caesar became the creature he was. Because he realized that the, that system of government was no longer working. They needed an executive check, and he was going to be that executive check. Now, unfortunately, he did not uh, be able to fill that, but his, but his uh, great-nephew Octavian, now minted as Augustus, uh, did. And basically, it, the semblance of the Republic was still there, but the senators were basically uh, ceremonial. The true power rested within with Augustus because of the fact that he was, as he listed himself, as the princeps, which means first citizen. But truly, in all honesty, he was the emperor. And, of course, if you ever read Roman history, it's actually fascinating. But the bottom line is they always look to their past, and we need to do the same. Because one of the problems with the American experiment is that Europeans came over here 
for a new life opportunity or to escape whatever oppression they were, were trying to flee from, whether it was religious or otherwise. A lot of it was Christian-based, by the way. The Puritans, all these fuckers, got away from an oppressive religious order and wanted to start anew in the new world. Now that a lot of us are starting to go through actual DNA and find out exactly where we came from, first thing we need to do is really start looking at the history of the countries through your families and then really go back as far as you can long before Christianity come along. You'd be surprised. There are countries such as uh, Lithuania that actually have open pagan uh, uh, features in their small stadiums. I saw one from a few years ago I posted on here several times where they did a full praise to their pagan gods and had a beautifully choreographed um, presentation out there in the fields. And unfortunately, they did not have any subtitles. It would have been nice to have actually been able to read the subtitles to understand what they were saying. But I thought, wow, because I actually have the Lithuanian ancestry as well. So I thought it would be really cool to really see what is, uh, you know, what exactly they were praising because of the fact that uh, they were all in traditional European garb, all this stuff. So, I mean, you know, more and more I've encountered Christians, more and more I realize they are a key source of the problem, not the solution. And it's just one of those things you just go, wow, you know, uh, this is some crazy shit. So, uh, and again, all the shit's all run by Jews anyway. So, I mean, it really doesn't matter uh, what shit they want to come up with. It's all crap. So let me copy my thing here because I'm having a hard time with it launching. Okay, so this is actually a pretty good article in itself. Um, and it, you, you can't dispute this. And after I covered this, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and bring on Daisy Barr. Satanic Grammys are a blunt reminder of conservatism's complete failure. Celebrities in the music industry proudly put on a satanic performance at the Grammys this past Sunday, and their media allies subsequently mocked anyone who objected to it. This is just the latest event that shows how thoroughly progressivism has defeated conservatism. Uh, I've listened to a lot of genres over the years, and I can tell you this. I look at this, and it's like, the, if these guys are trying to look like the Electric Hellfire Club, <laughs> it's a pretty poor fucking imitation of it. I can tell you that. They had some pretty good shit there. Um, yeah, yeah some wild shit, man. Burn, maybe burn. Good album to listen to. Uh, Americans have poured billions of dollars into the conservative and libertarian movements for decades have nothing to show for it. Conservatism has lost every fight it has ever been in and has surrendered every institution of importance. And the satanic performance led by Sam Smith at the Grammys this past Sunday makes this truth clearer than ever. In one respect, the pathetic celebrities engaging in a satanic performance at the increasingly irrelevant Grammys is oddly welcome because it shows the true nature of the industry in a way that makes it impossible for anyone to deny any longer. So the production and the proud defense of it were absolutely perfect in that sense. At the same time, the whole thing shows how progressives now have no opposition, that they can giddily offend like this while knowing they will not suffer any immediate repercussions reveals that they control everything that matters in America. And in case there is any doubt about whether the performance was meant to be satanic and to offend, yes, yes, it was. 
Roger Friedman of Showbiz 411 reported on Saturday, my sources say the production of this number is going to make a lot of people very upset, and I guarantee there will be calls to CBS from outraged Christians. He added that apparently Smith, who is six foot five and a big person, will be playing Satan. There'll be a lot of devil type stuff, devil worship, and pyrotechnics like you've never seen. <laughs> Obviously, never been to a Slayer concert. So anyway, uh, so again, progressives can do whatever they want, and no one can stop them. And that's because they've thoroughly defeated conservatives. Indeed, progressives have so defeated conservatives that they now even control the conservative opposition. Well, we've talked about this for decades. Conservative Inc., the neocons, they control that too. This control is quite visible when comparing how proud progressives are of the satanic performance versus they get conservatives to denounce people who support normal things. For instance, all it takes for progressives to get conservatives to denounce a Christian nationalist is to call him a white supremacist, anti-Semite, or a Nazi. Conservatives will immediately do so. They won't hesitate, and they certainly won't debate the accusation in the arena of ideas. They'll just mindlessly denounce them and drive him to ruin so they can receive a pat on the head. It's about right. Think about that. Progressives have so thoroughly defeated conservatives that they have conditioned conservatives to believe they must drive white nationalists out of polite society while simultaneously allowing progressives to remain a part of it, even as progressives embrace satanic displays. That is an impressive and complete victory, and that is undeniable defeat of conservatism. It's time to abandon conservatism and to become pro-good and anti-evil instead. And within the realm of entertainment, that means that creators need to create art that treats progressives and their sacred cows, everything and everyone that they worship, with the contempt that they so rightly deserve. Time for some long, overdue reciprocity. No apologies and no debate in the matter. And when progressives and conservatives react with outrage, laugh at them. <laughs> and never forget that conservatism lost their group of weirdos who view Sam Smith as a hero. So, that being said, I totally agree with that. I would also recommend that a lot of bands have already done that decades before and still have some really good communism stuff out there, as well as white power shit. And there's a lot of great bands we feature here on it as well. Brutal Attack, Screwdriver. Bound for Glory is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, Saga, we feature a lot of pro-white pro-white nationalists in outright right supremacist bands on here because of the fact that I believe they have something to say. My only biggest hang-up on many of these bands is that the quality of the material isn't very good. The songs may be okay, but usually the recording and the mixing are terrible because they're trying to stay in the kind of punk genre. And so shoestring budgets, it shows. So nobody's going to really take some of that stuff seriously. However, there are some really good bands out there and some really good recordings, and I recommend you go to various sites such as tightrope.cc, for example, and try to find uh, some of these good bands. There's also the label that um, Bound for Glory goes through in Germany, and that is... Oh, it's been a while since I've looked it up.
Yes, been a while. Um, no, give me one second here. I think I've almost got it. There's some stuff on Discogs, but I don't think they actually... It's been a while since I've looked it up. Because I've reformatted a lot of my computers here, and I've lost a lot of my my uh, bookmarks. Yes, I don't have it. Anyways, there is a uh, there is a uh, a label in Germany that actually carries some of the CDs and at least four or five of the shirts. Some of them are uh, tank tops as well, so they got some good shit. So um, again, now Midgard Shop dot com for example does have some uh cds and some stuff there as well i've actually been on there a few times and they actually have some stuff also for golden dawn they had a, a fundraiser t-shirt but i guess they finished those at a blue one and a red one because i had i didn't get a chance to get the blue one so i was like well shit you know but anyways that's some good stuff okay so i totally agree with that article and i think we really need to start stepping up and and not that but even with the council culture like when Dave Chappelle was doing a Game of Thrones House of the Dragon parody featuring Ice T and and it, it went they tried to make it go bad and so they tried to cancel Ice T. And Ice T then it just water on the duck's back. He's like, Fuck them fuckers. They've tried to cancel me for thirty years. I mean start with Body Count back in nineteen ninety two with the Cop Killer song, you know? Um he's still around, he's still doing shit. Still putting out body count albums, you know. Uh, they're actually obviously sell better than his rap albums, but the bottom line is um, it doesn't phase him, and that's the attitude we have to have. When someone goes and, and calls you a name, just look at him and laugh, or just go, "Really, dude? That's all you got to fucking call me? You know, snowman? Really? You call me stupid fucking hot name? I mean, be original. I mean, seriously. As soon as you get any type of negative reaction, you failed right into um, a trap. So best thing to do is not to fucking um, get into that. So, okay, so we're going to be back right after these brief messages and be back with Daisy Barr, and she's going to cover her event coming up this summer. And we'll be back right after these brief messages. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP hardened generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP hardened solar generator energy insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today. There are many water filters to choose from, but there is only one system that is consistently customer rated five stars as the number one system for effective filtration of fluoride, radiation, drug residues, heavy metals, a wide range of radioisotopes, and more. Introducing the Pure Effect Ultra, the next generation water filter that also raises alkaline pH, improves antioxidant potential, and has advanced anti-radiation technology all while using no electricity. 
sold worldwide, it provides virtually instant clean water on demand. It is not made in China, and the shipping is free to all 50 states. Buy your Pure Effect Ultra today by visiting pureeffectfilters.com or call 888-891-4821. Again, that's 888-891-4821 or visit pureeffectfilters.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. Radio. ResolutionRDO.com In ancient times, man roamed the earth in a constant state of hunting or being hunted. Introducing Caveman, where cutting-edge science meets ancient super nutrients. Secure your bottle right now at InfoWarsStore.com Attention patriots, tired of the tyranny and crime in the sanctuary cities? Flee the city and seek refuge in the American Redoubt. FleeTheCity.com Move to the freedom of Idaho, Montana, or Wyoming. FleeTheCity.com FleeTheCity.com All right, welcome back to the Resolution Radio Network at ResolutionRadio.com. You are listening to the St. Thomas Show, and I am your host, Sonny Thomas. If you want to call in and listen now, it's area code 607-203-5423. That's area code 607-203-5423. Now, my next guest coming up has been a long time since she's been back on the program. And uh, she's got a very interesting event coming up uh, for the summer. And... um, uh, always looking forward to talking to those that are in the white nationalist movement because of the fact that a lot of those people um, are actually out in the street and actually doing what it takes to get notice to make sure our people do not go silently into the night. And people like Daisy and people of her ilk are the ones we need to listen to because they're the ones that actually put their ass on the line. They're not, spe- they're not spectators, they're actually participants. So Daisy, welcome back to the St. Thomas Show. Hey, thanks, Sonny. Thanks for having me again. It's been a long time. Yes, it has. Always looking forward to talking to you. And um, um, I remember last time you were on, you had some really interesting stuff that we had gone over that were hot topics at the time. But obviously at the moment, um, you seem to have a really hot event coming up this summer, so tell us about it. Uh, Yeah, we actually have a huge schedule coming up for the year. Um, You can go to our website, white-power.org or follow us on Telegram, and then you can see all our upcoming events. Um, Our biggest event that we're going to have this year that's open to all pro-whites that are 100% white will be able to attend, and that's going to be June 10th in the state of Georgia, and it's going to be the Aryan Fest. Um, We're looking to have musicians. We're going to have a boxing championship going on, so if there's any active clubs or Anyone that wants to get in the ring, just reach out to me to be vetted, to be able to attend. And if there's any uh, white power musicians that want to participate as well, they can also reach out and we can get them in. So it's going to be a good time. There's going to be vendors. Um, There'll just be a couple speeches. And um, it'll end with the swastika lighting. Nice. I've actually been to a couple events over the years as well. And um, I've seen... 
some uh, interesting stuff over the years. Um, now, the bottom line is, I'm always amazed uh, some of the talent that that are in some of these groups. Uh, some of these cats, when you first look at them, they may not look like much, but when they actually get up onto any any type of a soapbox, they actually have something to say, and they actually speak with some intelligence. It just reiterates how much our people um, are the ones that help conquer this, this world because the fact that, oh, they say Asians have higher intelligence uh, IQ numbers than uh, white people. Yeah, but you don't see Japanese and Chinese out there ex exploring the world. No, it was white people did all that shit. We're the ones that actually went out, uh, sailed the seas of cheese and did everything else to try to actually find out, you know, does the world connect? Is it really flat? You know, whatever the case may be, it was white people who took the risk and get, and reaped a lot of the glory, and many of those now are being chastised or trying to be erased from history simply because they are white. So what are your thoughts of that? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, you've got the Jews and everyone working against the white people to pretty much erase all our history and everything that um, our forefathers have built in this country. Um, it's... Uh, it's a shame to see what's going on. I mean, our ancestors are turning over in their grave at the stuff that's being going through it. And, it, and I'm shocked that there's still so many white people out there that haven't stood up and said that this is enough. It, it's crazy. And, and exactly back what you were saying, you know, um, of course the media jumps on the bandwagon to try to, you know, rip apart any white people to try to say, oh, they're idiots, hillbillies, you know, homegrown, all this stuff, and um, and why they're really taking such a hard force against us now is because it's not that stereotype. You've got people in three-piece suits. You've got business owners, lawyers, judges, people in all kinds of high-profile positions that are getting involved in the movement, and that's what scares them when the whites start organizing the government gets scared and so they're doing everything they can to shut us down but you know what we're still going to keep fighting well that's the thing is too is that when whites want to stand up for themselves um everybody gets all bent out of shape and scared and automatically get labeled this get labeled that when we're trying to just stand up for our interests as a people when you look at the you know the, the classic meme shows that in 2000 years plus we built Rome, and then we built many Romes all over the world. And what have blacks done in Africa? They can't even build a two-story hut. So, I mean, they stay the same because of the fact that, I mean, they're just short of animals. But the biggest thing is, is the fact that we can, just, we can build and rebuild over and over and over again and often improve upon some of the original designs, where some of these sub-races cannot do that. But the biggest thing that really bothers me is the fact that, and again, I know some, some of our listeners might kind of, you know, really cringe at this, but I think Christianity has really been a detriment to our people. It's not of Europa. It belongs in the Middle East. Their entire main philosophy is pacifism, and that, like I mentioned before, Romans look to the past to have a vision of where to go for the future. We're here, we're afraid to do anything to a certain point because, oh, man, I don't want to be too bold because when I go, St. Peter's going to have a ledger and, and his, my name's on it. And, and do I go through the gates or does he pull a lever and I fall through a trap door? I mean, this constant fear that we're afraid to, to, to live our lives as we see fit um, it is not what our people are about. 
we built worlds because we had bold people that weren't um, under some sort of religious doctrine, per se. I mean, compare Vikings against the conquistadors, two totally different animals here, because some of them say, well, they brought civility to the savages in, in, in Mexico and uh, Central America and all that. Okay, there's an argument there. But the bottom line is, those were already structured societies. They're just different than what yours are. And the fact that you have more armaments than they did is the only reason why you guys got anywhere, you know? But when you look at the Vikings, they came here for various reasons and stuff. Maybe wanting to plunder, maybe wanting to, you know, expand their territories. Maybe they just got tired of freezing their nuts off. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons why. But the bottom line is, you look at the benefits of the Vikings and what they did for the British Isles and all of uh, Central Europa and what they did compared to, again, all these sub-Saharan Africa groups have done nothing. So as a defender of white people and, and all the things we've accomplished over the, the centuries, what are your thoughts on that, Daisy? Yeah. First of all, like, we shouldn't even be fighting over the religion. You know, everyone has a right to their own opinion and which God they want to praise. And I feel too many people in the movement are fighting over religion instead of taking that energy and focusing it on the race war that's coming. Um, that's more important. Let's win the race war first, then we'll come back and fight over religion. It's taking up too much time and energy that people can be taking that and putting it towards something, you know, doing some activities, some activism in real life and actually accomplishing something instead of just a debate and back and forth about the the religion. Um, and, and you know, and, and, that, and you're right. The, the government has put such a, a scare in people that, it, they fear trying to get involved. Um, let me tell you, when you join Aryan Freedom Network, you have to um, fill out a sign a paper that that you are aware that we're a nonviolent organization. We do not promote violence. We do not um, promote any illegal activity. Everything we do is perfectly legal. There's nothing the government can do about it. You still have that right in America to belong to an organization, to belong to something like Aryan Freedom Network to stand up for your rights. You're allowed to go out and protest. You're allowed to do flyer drops. That's your First Amendment right. And if you don't get out and start using your rights and exercising those freedoms, you're going to lose them one by one. And people will hear, oh, that's never going to happen. Oh, they're never going to come get my guns. Well, the government might not just stand up and say, hey, we're going in at once. Why? Because everybody will take up arms and revolt. Instead, if anybody pays attention to the backdoor news, you'll hear I'm like in a small city here, hey, we're going in, it's the buyback program, everybody needs to turn in their weapons, you can't have ARs in this town anymore, so they slowly take theirs, then they move over to another city, slowly do theirs. Another one, slowly do theirs. And then before you know it, they've got enough where the government feels like, well, they can step in now and take over and take control over, just like COVID. The whole scam of it. To me, that was just a government conspiracy to put out there to see who is the sheep and who wasn't. So this way, when they come to unleash what they're really gotten planned for us, then they know who they need to go after and take care of and who's just going to fall. 
You know, I always hear people like, oh, they come to my door, they're not taking my guns or this and that. And, and it, it's funny because then, you know, people talk a lot. And, and, that, and that's that's a big problem in the movement, too, is with, uh, you know, social media. There's so many keyboard warriors, yeah. so many armchair yeah. Nazis. They just on there talk, talk, talk. And, and I'm so sick of every time we post an event trying to get people involved, they're like, fed. Fed, really? Come on. To me, there's two reasons why they're calling you a Fed. One, because it is somebody trying to infiltrate, and that's that's the perfect thing when they say Fed, because then everybody starts shaking in their boots again, like, oh gosh, if I'm affiliated, I'm going to get in trouble or I'm going to get locked up. You know, everybody's wanting to reap the benefits that the people like myself, the members of Aryan Freedom Network, members of all organizations put on the line to go out and do for these people, and they're wanting to reap the benefits, but yet they're not willing to stand up and take any risk. And what I say to those people, they're in my checklist in my head because when shit does hit the fan, don't come calling us. You had your chance. You'll be the first one hanging on the lamp pole. And that's yeah. how I feel about that. Not that, too, but registration leads to confiscation, too. So I'm definitely for Constitution carry. And uh, and not registering your guns. If you have to register one, register the little 38 that you keep in your nightstand. You know what I'm saying? The problem is, mm-hmm. once you register that you have a firearm, uh, they'll put you on a list. So we've seen, like in classic movies such as Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze back in the 80s, when they landed, mm-hmm. it was one of the first things they said. Go to the gun shops. Go to the sports shops. Find who's got the guns. I need to know if I'm going to send a platoon over or a tank to get that to take that guy out. And so um, we see it nowadays where they'll be driving down the street and whoever's a registered gun owner, there's a red box around that guy's house as they're driving down the thing using their little Google Maps thing. So, I mean, it's pretty obvious that they are keeping tallies on who has arms and who doesn't. And so the best thing to do mm-hmm. is not register at all because once you do, that, that just opens the door enough. I mean, we saw it with, the, with Boston bombing. They went door to door breaking into people's houses trying to find these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't give a shit about the Constitution or the Bill of Rights. Mm-hmm. They were determined to, to find these sons of bitches and didn't give a damn if the citizenry was going to be injured or have their rights trampled on because they thought they were, they were righteous and going after the bad guy. Oh, yeah. And then people think, oh, the government will never do that. Oh, the government is some dirty SOBs. Let me tell you, as growing up in a movement my whole life, one experience that when the ATF raided and kicked in our doors and I knew something was going on and I had called home and uh, said something to my dad, I think they're coming to raid our house again, you know, da-da-da-da. Well, he was very much against any media coming on our property. But he called the media, and they knew they couldn't come on the property unless he said so and, and stood outside. Anyways, long story short, they handcuffed my dad, put him in the back of the cop car. They, The cops, the ATF, put a loaded gun in the back seat next to my dad because they were setting him up and going to say, oh, he had a gun to kill him. But my dad was yelling for the media to come onto the property. They're trying to set him up, and they hurried up and got it out. That's why you got to be smart. you got to use the Jews for your own benefit for certain things, you know. And if he wouldn't have done that, you know, he would have been shot then. They would have set him up and said he was trying to do this. People think, like, oh, just because they're a cop or they work for the government, you know, nothing will happen. And I'm not saying all cops are bad. People, There are a lot of people that are against cops. You know what? It's just, it's just a job. It's a position. But um, 
are what are they going to do when it comes down and, and, you know, their government tells them turn and, you know, declare martial law? Are they going to open fire on citizens? You know, that's that's debatable to see. Everybody's well, different. Well, that's some serious Ruby Red shit going there, too. Uh, what they try to pull on your dad was a similar situation, except he obviously had a much better outcome than uh, that other uh, mm-hmm. family did, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and um, yeah, it's just uh, it's crazy and stuff like that. Same when people go to airports and, you know, they get pulled aside because, you know, they're flagged who they are. And, you know, first thing I want to say, you want to, uh, you're going to get searched. You want to go in a private room? Uh, every time I get on the plane, I'm searched for uh, explosives on my hands and everything. No, I don't. You can, you can strip search me here in front of anybody because I'm not going into a private room where you can set me up and say I did this and that. So I've got plenty of witnesses. So, nope, carry on. <laughs> uh, I'm actually on uh, whitepower.org. And I was looking at your uh, website here, and I see that you have a Ohio meet and greet coming up here in about a week or two. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, Springfield. Got yes. Um, the first year um, we've been a membership organization for a year now. Um, before that, mm-hmm. you know, we've been in existence um, almost five years. We was basically a pro white resource center for. Um, all pro-white people, they could go there and find any resource that they needed, and we'd advertise other people's gatherings and events. And then we also held the White Unity Conference once a year, and that was open to all pro-white people to come to, and we had speakers and raffles and whatnot. And um, so after um, a bunch of uh, inquiries of people asking about turning it into a membership organization, we did so last January. And so we spent the first year pretty much building and getting our name branded and out there. Um, Myself and the president, we were both raised in the movement. We have many friends and contacts um, from years gone by. So um, it was was kind of, you know, pretty easy to get around and and get up and going. And this year we're taking a different approach. We're focusing on AFN. Um, Our group is... uh, basically a white nationalist organization uh, that does prepping and and activism as well. We do protests. We do all sorts of variety of gatherings. Um, You know, we feel each of us has a skill or something to bring to the table. We're there to learn and and teach each other. So this way we're prepared when things go sideways, and um, that's that's what we're learning because um, shit's going to hit the fan. It's coming. It's just a matter of when. So we're preparing ourselves so when it does, we can swoop in, take food, weapons, whatever we need before the normies are done crying at their lost cell phone service. So, you know, that's what we're here to do as well as out doing, you know, um, protests and, and whatnot. But... um. So this year, a lot of our meet and greets is basically going to be for members only or people that are joining AFN. The pro-white event that we have that's open to all pro-whites will be our Georgia Aryan Fest, and that's June 10th. And um, anyone that wants to attend that has to be vetted. They can contact me um, on Telegram 
or they can email through our website and I can get back with them and start the vetting process. Um, you know, we do everything we can to keep everybody safe and keep the antis out and to have a good time. This way when people come, they know, you know, it's just not a free-for-all so they can actually relax and, and be around their people. And it's a shame we have to be like that in this time and age, but right. it's only the white people that can't go out and have a relaxed and enjoyable time without looking over their shoulder, you know. I agree. Well, what are some of the requirements for your vetting process? Um, well, if um, I'll ask a series of questions. Um, I've dealt with vetting people a long time, so certain questions I ask, I can learn a lot from someone in a short period of time. Um, mm -hmm. If you belong to an organization and um, I talk to that leader and, you know, we have a mutual friend that you, that's met you, or, you know, know that you're legit, that will vouch for you, that's fine. If anyone that cannot be vouched for, then they will have to submit an application for a background check. Wow. So you, you guys are definitely thorough. Yes, sir. We try to be. And I know people like, oh, background check, but it's not about it's not about people's feelings. It's about the safety of our white brothers and sisters. So that's that's the process that we're going to take. And if you're in the movement and you've been around and you're known by someone, you're not going to have to do that because obviously, you know, we'll know somebody and uh, they'll vouch for you. These are the people just popping up that nobody really knows or anything like that. Yeah. That could possibly yeah. be Antifa or someone else. So they'll have to submit a background check. Yeah, every time Dick and Harry, you know, this kind of up there. But, you know, the worst part about Charlottesville was that was a great opportunity to try to get uh, some real legitimacy going, and that thing was a clusterfuck from the get-go. And what ultimately what they were trying to do was they were trying to stop the speeches. That's why they crashed the bash uh, right before noon, because they knew if any of the speeches were recorded, um, it might uh, be a, a magnet to the movements. So that's what they wanted to prevent, first and foremost. And as independent media, I was able to go in and um, uh, get inside and, and talk to people directly, as well as people who will coordinate with me, and because they know that I'm not out to get them. Or there's other media out there that, hey, we've seen in other events, specifically were there because mm -hmm. they were trying to find a cherry to pick, whereas um, someone like me, for example, you know, I try to get people to at least hear their voices because of the fact that I've had leaders from different groups on the show in roundtable discussions, as well as other events on the network, and... Um, try to give them legitimacy as a pundit so people can look at their groups and go, well, I heard this guy talk on Sonny's show, man. He didn't sound like a bad guy. Well, here, here's his website. Here's his group. Go check it out for yourself. I mean, that's the whole idea. If I can give someone an opportunity to have a, a plateau to put themselves into a more appealing light and, and not always under the, you know, sinister lighting from underneath, so to speak, that the media always does, if it gives them legitimacy, then it works. And that's the whole idea is, is the fact that these people put their ass out on the line. I want them to be heard. Yeah, and, and like if someone, like we just, we turn away a lot of people from joining our group because um, we're not into the drama. We're not into numbers. Um, we're into quality. And if we don't feel someone's a fit to join AFN, then we'll deny them. But it won't just say you're denied and kick them to the road. I'll, you know, after talking with them, and I know all the different organizations out there, I'd be like, well, you might be a better fit for this organization. Reach out to them. Because even though they're not part of ours, you know, if they're 
going to get involved, you know, get involved with something, do something, you know, and, and, um, so a lot of people I'll, you know, I'll recommend different groups or whatever that they may be a better fit for. And, uh, like our group, you know, we're very family oriented. Like I said, we have a variety of gather gatherings. It could be meet and greets, which we might rent a facility and, um, hold speeches. Uh, we might just have like a casual lunch or dinner, um, it, to uh, a couple events that we've had, and we just actually had one last weekend. But uh, we have campouts where, uh, for instance, last summer we had the racist campout, and we had, um, you know, we have a lawyer in our organization, and he was also a gun safety instructor, so we had gun safety classes. We also did a, a class on some um, prepping. Um, another another class on going over some laws on things how to say or do certain things to keep you out of jail because like one word on something could change, you know, the difference of you staying out of jail versus going to jail, even though for, for example, even though going and doing a protest is perfectly legal, but um, I can't think of the case off the top of my head, but uh, two years ago when the guy was burying his son that was a faggot and the churches were out there protesting it. And then oh, the Westboro Baptist church. Yeah, and right, and they they try. He tried suing the churches because you know they were protesting um, his kid's funeral, and the reason why he didn't win that was because the protest signs that they were holding up said "God hates fags." Now, if it said "I hate fags," that would have been a different thing. But with it being God, it fell under the religion. So therefore, it was a political issue. Therefore, you were able to express that in the First Amendment right. So even though, like, you could have two people out there protesting with two different signs, depending on what that sign says, could keep you from, you know, going to jail versus not going to jail. So, you know, that's why I encourage everybody to learn your laws, get involved, find out what they are, what is legal, what's not illegal. For instance, distributing flyers. It's perfectly legal to throw them in the driveway, the yard, depending what's on them. Now, if you went in the state of Florida, I'm sorry, not Florida, uh, New York or California, and you distribute literature that had a swastika or a noose on it, where you're looking at a felony hate crime because those states have passed that that's illegal. So it's important to know your laws. And as far as all those people that are out there stickering, stickering is illegal. It may be a misdemeanor depending what state you're in and what you're putting it on, but it's still illegal. So all those people that don't think it is, it's very illegal. Yeah, and I've also it's seen, like, like, for example, InfoWars, um, they can actually go after the content of the sticker, not necessarily mm-hmm. just the, the, the poster of the sticker. So if you, you have a bunch of stickers and the guy decides, hey, I'm going to go post a bunch of this shit over on West Side of Dayton and stuff, uh, they'll go after the one that's actually on the sticker, not necessarily who who actually did the actual stickering. Mm-hmm. could be the one that's held liable and then get screwed over something that someone else put, you know, besides on a bathroom wall and a bar, you know? Right. Yeah. And like, um, and that, and that's one thing, you know, we sat down with our lawyer and as part of our application process, um, yeah, we do do background checks on any member, um, joining, um, the, but the most important part of the application is the one that you fill out that states you're aware that, you know, we're a nonviolent organization and um, we do not commit illegal activity. 
and that you act on your own. And why we have that paper is so if someone decides to go off and do something stupid on their own, they can't come back and sue the group. You know, they can't sue me or Henry. That's what took down Aryan Nations. That's what took down war with Tom Metzger. So we put a legality form in there to protect us in that way. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of interesting stuff over the years. It's gotten so technical. At the same time, it's it's so, like, elementary. I mean, mm-hmm. something simple as if you do want to do a protest outside, like, in, in a city, you can, you can stand on the sidewalk as long as you don't impede pedestrian traffic. But, like, right. Antifa, right. Show, like, they don't give a shit. They'll just go out there and they'll just get, get in everybody's way because that's their whole point, you know? But you can right. just stand well, out there the, uh, yeah, they, they don't, don't have any consequences, nothing to fear, you know. I mean, they're 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 hauled in there by the left wing. So, so you know, it's easier for them to go in and do that. But you're absolutely right. That's why it's important to look up your laws. Like, um, I'm originally from Indiana. Now, to do a protest, you could just go up anytime, anywhere and do a protest. Their way to get around it, you had to walk in twos, and you had to keep walking and not stop while you were protesting. Now, each state and city ordinance are all different, and that's why it's important. And, and people are like, well, how can I figure that out? Well, you know, everybody loves Antifa and Black Lives Matter. We'll just call up your uh, local authority and say you're with them. You want to do a protest? What's the legal thing? You know, or call up a local lawyer and ask them, you know, and just pretend to be the opposite. And um, they'll get you all the information. Hell, they'll probably even give you a free consultation and uh, everything else. <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, it, it's gotten so contentious anymore. I mean, they almost take the, the fun out of it, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. as long as you know your rights, they can't they can't uh, they can't deny you. And uh, and the thing is, you got to be able to stand up for yourself because no one else is going to. And when it comes to white folks, we need to start speaking out loud, not just you know hushed tones and stuff. I mm-hmm. I speak to people at the gas pump. So I'll sit there and talk about it, and I'll make sure people can hear me within a decent shot because of the fact that we shouldn't be afraid to talk about these issues and things that matter to our people. You, you know, this needs to go from beyond the water cooler conversation to major um, speaking events because of the fact that our people are being phased out, and this is by design. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually, have no intentions of going quietly into the night. I'll be kicking and screaming every last minute that I draw breath. And and this is where you use the the Jews and the niggers' own tactics. That's how the niggers got up and they go out and make a big fuss, hoot and holler, and that's why they started being bowed down to because, you know, the communities and stuff, well, we don't want that. We don't want that going on. We'll just give them what they want so they go away. That's what the white people need to start doing. Same thing with the Jews. They they push everything on the TV, you know. I mean, years ago, you could watch the TV, and, you know, back in the early days, if there was a bedroom scene, the woman sitting on the bed, she had to have a foot on the floor. That was like a, a rule of thumb in the movie industry. Now, when you watch, turn on the TV, you're watching practically pornos that are on when kids can watch it. And the thing is, is they're pushing their whole agenda through the TV because so many people are hooked on the YouTube, and they'll watch it. And then when they start interracial marriages, you know, people were against that. It was illegal. It was disgusting. 
disgusting? Well, they start pumping in. People keep seeing it every day, every night. So it became normal. After it became normal, it became acceptable. Then what they pushed, then the fags started coming on TV. No, that they got used to that. Okay, it's normal. It's acceptable. And now you got the the LGBT, all the gender shit and all that. So what's going to be next? Them having um, molesting kids to make it the normal? It's the Jews just pushing their agenda to destroy all our morals and values that were built on this country. Well, that's what that's what Disney's done. And I think DeSantis mm-hmm. has done a great job marginalizing Disney. Um, he's helped taking them off their high horse a little bit. You can actually, you, you can actually uh, reach them with a 10-foot pole now. So, I mean... Uh, He's he's really put them in their place, and they're still trying to pull their shit, but he's still trying to break them down. So i got to give the guy credit for it's due. Um, that being said, though, I saw Trump, uh, how he reacted because of Charlottesville situation. He was trying to be central mm-hmm. on the issue, and they they mm-hmm. damned him all to hell back for even, even having any sympathetic tone to the right, and then uh, quickly backtracked because of his Jew handlers. And so... That that didn't help us because he dog whistled to the to the white nationalists to get elected. Then after he got in there, he totally uh, turned his back on them. Oh yeah, and and that's just like every politician. They'll say, and and you know, some of them may you know start off thinking, yes, this is what I want to do, this is what I'm going to do, and then once they get in there, then it's all about the money. Who's ever paying them off, or they've already dug up so much stuff to blackmail them to you know to put them on their leash that you know they just totally go the opposite. Um, but you know, and and you know, like like our group is like um mixed with stuff you know some are just waiting for you know just everything to break down and we'll rebuild it you have others that still believe in the political system and i say if you're like wanting to make a a difference you know start off go start going to your school board meetings your town hall meetings get on there get on the office and board of your local town because i mean isn't that what you're trying to do is create a better area for your children to live in so why not start there because it may seem like oh that's not a big deal but that's where the that's where the homegrown things start that's what you need to make the changes in your own community start getting involved that go run for county councilman i mean that was something i did um years ago and um you know i was i grew up clan so our family was in the open everybody knew who i was and and everything else and um we were trying to do the political thing and our goal was let's get people need to get out and vote like that was our thing for the while and um so I ran for county councilman. So I was the youngest female to ever run for it in Indiana. And you know what? That was the biggest turnout they ever had. And then it it, it was only one other guy I was running against, but it pissed so many people off. Like five other people went and joined, signed up to run too, so I wouldn't win. But crazy thing is, I mean, I came in, I beat all them out. The guy, the guy that was normally, you know, already in office, you know, he ended up winning. But I didn't lose by many votes. But it, it was just. It wasn't about the winning. It was just, you know, making a point. It got people's attention. They started paying attention. A lot of people didn't even know what they do. And now they learned what they do. Now they got out and vote. And it even woke up people how they can actually run for the office. So, you know, so what our goal was, we accomplished it by doing that. But, yes, definitely get involved with your local community. That's one of the best things about that, too, because the fact that um, that's why – Ron Paul was a big thing when he ran uh, the last few times. He knew he didn't have a prayer, 
but he used it as a platform to educate people. And now mm-hmm. more the millennials actually know that the Federal Reserve is not federal and there are no reserves. And also, mm-hmm. they also realize that uh, Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. And they constantly ask Rand Paul, mm-hmm. how can I opt out of Social Security? So the awakening has already begun. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of actually getting some serious numbers and movement going. Right. And, and, and you know, what people don't understand, like um, I talk to so many people day in and day out. There are so many people out there that believe like us. They not may, may not be out there waving their swastika flag or planting their grounds out protesting, but they're there. Like we have a lot of ghost members is what I call them. You won't see them at our gatherings or functions or not on social media, but they're there when things go sideways. You know what I mean? And and it's yes. good to have those because if everybody's in the spotlight, well, the government already knows, okay, we know this, we know that, but it's the ones they don't know that they're fearing. And that's why they keep coming down so hard and even harder on us now because they know there's more people like us out there. It's it's doubling every day and, and they're getting nervous. And so they're, yeah, they're trying I, I, I to do everything. That like that. I got buddies that are like that. They, uh, they definitely supporters. Um, they, they definitely all, we're all the same cloth. It's just, they'd rather fly under the radar where someone like me, I'm a little bit more public than they are. And I got, and there's mm-hmm. people that I know that are far more reaching, um, stratospheric compared to me. And so, um, and, and, and my, my biggest thing is, Daisy, is the fact that I've had people come up to me and, and say that I've inspired them. I said, you know, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. If I can inspire one person, one guy to pick up the pick up the baton and run with it and actually get some distance, that's what it's all about. Because the fact that, mm-hmm. I, I, like I tell my mom all the time, Mom, go to the city council meetings. Go pitch your bitch. You Learn the Roberts rules or petition to get X, mm-hmm. X amount of time. And say, go up and say something. I said, you may not get anywhere with it, but someone in the audience will hear what you got to say, maybe look into it, and then it could be five years down the road. All of a sudden, a change is made, and they say, well, what what started this? There was a lady that came here and spoke one night, and uh, I heard what she said, and I followed up on it. That's all it takes. Get someone who's got the energy and, and the, the, the desire to want to figure it out, and you've won the game. Like I tell bands all the time, when you go out there and play, I don't care if you got five or 50 people in the crowd, you play after 5,000. You don't know who's out in that crowd. I mean, look at Lincoln Park. They play one gig. There's an A&R guy out there, and they got signed on the spot. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, uh, going back to what you say, like, um, you know, there's people out there that have high-profile uh, jobs and in situations that they can't be out in the open but or, or join an organization. But there's so much they can do to contribute. Donations, like, for instance, they want to send donations to us. We take those funds so we can go rent facilities to put on gatherings to draw out the other people. Because believe it or not, as much as we think, well, you can contact any white nationalist organization at the tip of your tongue. I get so many people like, you know how long I've been searching to try to figure out how to join you because they censor and block us all over social media, yeah. on the Internet, and, and people just don't understand. And that's why, you know, people give us a lot of flack, like, why do you um, advertise your gatherings? You know what I mean? And it's like you wouldn't believe how many people that had no idea how to contact folks like us that have came out of the woodworks because of that. We took that chance. I mean, we do a we do a very specific vetting process. 
everything is, you know, um, everybody's protecting everyone is our top priority. And it's just, um, it's just the way we do it. And, you know, like a lot of people I hear, let's unite under one umbrella. I don't believe in that. I believe in the diversity of different groups because our message and what we're trying to get across may reach one crowd that won't another, where another group might reach that crowd that our message doesn't. And the whole point is getting that message out and getting people to listen, getting people off the couch to get out and go do something that is going to, promote or do something to benefit their people somehow some way there's there's always stuff they could do well you know what's amazing um, to me is 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 i've been i've been doing this for a little while myself and um there's been i've I've been controversial i've been to school board meetings and i've raised confederate battle flags you know third national confederate in one particular case but i was trying to prove a point and um Mm-hmm. And other things that I've I've actually shot videos of, and the funny thing is, it may have taken five but ten years uh, at max for a couple of those issues. But I was I was completely uh, proven correct because the fact that I brought this up, and the fact that I was ahead of the curve, a lot of people might see that and go, "Oh, something's just being extreme again," or this, that, and the other, blah 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 blah. But the bottom line is. I was already ahead of the curve. Some people might come up to me privately and say, I totally agree what you're saying, but I would never go out in public doing that. And others might go, well, dude, man, I didn't know that was an issue. Oh, I, I, I really didn't know that was a problem, Mike, because you're too stupid to worry about your damn football teams instead of seeing what's going on in the real world, you know? And like he was saying earlier that, you know, cracked me up is like all the stuff going on with Disney and you see people, um, like, you know, I'll see them on there, you know, all for, oh, Disney this, that, and all against everything. And then, then next you see them showing pictures of them taking their family to Disney. Okay, how does that work? You know what? How about don't take right. your family to Disney? How about boycotting this stuff? Why are you supporting it? You know what I mean? It's just um, yeah. it's just kind of funny. It's like people people want to talk and say they want this and that, but they're not willing to sacrifice or give up anything for it. And nothing's ever going to get accomplished. Nothing. We're not going to win with people minded like that. I mean, I've been in the movement my whole life. Lost friends, lost jobs, everything. There's there's a lot that goes that goes to that you risk, and you know what I mean. And no war has ever been more won without anybody taking risk. And and that's just what it is. Nobody wants to come out of their comfort zone to give up. Yeah, I'll participate as long as um. I have nothing better to do that weekend, or I don't have to give up watching my Sunday football. You know what I mean? And it's it's um it's quite um embarrassing. You know, it's starting to become really embarrassing to, to call themselves white people. Yeah, it's like, it's like it's kind of like that country song. All my writer friends have settled down. You know, trying to get some of my buddies uh, to go out there. It's like, well, man, we don't have the extra cash or. I gotta check with the missus first. Oh, come on, dude! Pull your panties out of your bunch and let's go fucking rock out, you know? Because all these bands are still kicking it and they still sound great. Some some cases they sound better now than they did twenty, thirty years ago. But my thing is, is that mm-hmm. if you stop doing the things that you enjoy doing, you're going to become you're going to let the old man in, so to speak. And it's like, not mm-hmm. me, man. I'm still seventeen, going on crazy. And I plan on being 107 <laughs> before I kick the bucket. Right. <laughs> That's my attitude. Yeah. I plan on living as long as possible and living life to the fullest, and I don't give a damn what anybody thinks. And so, like I said, 
w- once you've got that basic attitude, and I, I know you can relate to this, Daisy, is that they can't get to you. You know, as much as this, like you talked mm-hmm. about, it's like what you do and, and you lose jobs over it, oh, that's all fine and good, you know. Mm-hmm. The problem is, though, these days is that some of that shit is starting to stick. I know other guys have been in other mm-hmm. groups, and um, they go to they, they get background checks on for, for just basic employment, and all sorts of weird shit's mm-hmm. popping up on the background checks, and either they have to explain that or they get completely denied a, a, a benign job, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's and, what it's and a lot about. of it. Yeah, and and so many people like um, getting involved. You know, like so many people worry about what other people think, and that and that's the biggest thing of like what they portrayed on this with about the white guilt. It's like so people, white people, will go out of their way to show, hey, I'm not a racist to coddle the nigger or the Jew, just to show that because they're so worried about what other people think. Once our people stop worrying about what other people think and once they stop being scared of death, that will be the day they'll start living and that will be the day our people will rise up and be able to take back what's ours. Yeah, I kind of agree with the sticker that I'm looking at right now, fight terror, nuke, nuke Israel. I think that's a great foreign policy. Right, yeah. Um, and, and you know, like, and you know what's odd is, like, to me, which I'm, like, I'm, like, trying to baffled with is, like, um, that we're one of the few only organizations out there, which I scratch my head at, that you have to be 100% white to join. I just don't <laughs> I understand know. that for the life of me because – I have put it the first vetting question now because I've wasted so much time is, are you 100% white? If you have children of a significant other, are they also 100% white? They have people trying to join that are not or are married to a non-white, and I, I just don't understand that. Where is that going to go? You're, you're, you're living a life of everything we're against. And, you know, and I, I just don't, I just don't get it. it that that just kind of like baffles me, and so um, turned away a lot of people with that. And um, I don't know, and, and that, and then and then you'll have people that you know they'll get on the internet, and I don't know if they watch some news and like decide oh, I'm going to do something, and they want to join a group, and and then um, all of a sudden they just fall off the face of the earth, and and it's like, well, what happened? You know, I'm just saying, like, they'll get online and do this and that, and then, okay, they're gone. You know, like, it, to me, that don't make sense. And and I and me, I'm always trying to figure out people. So the only thing I could think of, like, with those people, I look at it as, like, um, and now I'm Christian, I'm not knocking any religion, but you have you have those people that will go to church to say, okay, I'm going to sin all week, and then I'm going to ask for forgiveness on Sunday, and it'll be okay, yes. just in case there yes. is a God. I think that those wishy-washy people say, okay, this is really starting to make sense, and they may be right. They're not conspiracy theorists. I think I'm going to get involved just in case shit does hit the fan, so I've got a backup group to go with. You know, I, I don't know if that's what their thinking is or what, but I just don't understand that. But for any of all that are listening, if you're not willing to lace your boots up and pull your big boy and big girl pants up and get involved and stick with it, just stay off the internet, just stay out of everything. You're just holding our process down, wasting our time with you when we could be putting that energy towards other people that are more serious and wanting to actually make a difference with their race. 
Yeah, that's true. And education is definitely a key. And, and understanding history is a must and before they try to rewrite it, that's for sure. Okay, Daisy, so the website to go check out is white, white-power.org. And also you have um, channels available on Gab and Telegram. And I uh, encourage people to check those out as well. Links are in the show description. And, uh, again, Daisy is the VP of the Aryan Freedom Network, and they have a big shindig coming up in Georgia on June the 10th of this year. So yeah. I would definitely and, recommend uh, uh, go to the website, uh, you know, contact uh, Daisy, whoever uh, is a contact person, and ask how you might want to check it out. Because the fact that this is how we get, most importantly, is to get people to meet each other and network. Because mm -hmm. I've met people at different events, and I've had some pretty good relationships over the years, and I've been able to check out other groups' events because of those individuals. And I've often mm -hmm. say, for the most part, um, most of them have been very positive. I've met a lot of interesting people. And, and another thing is, too, is any vendors. I've been in an event recently where there was vendors, and um, one of them was is a, is a mom-and-pop uh, coffee thing that's starting up. So I had an mm -hmm. opportunity to buy a bag of coffee and, and buy some other items off them. So now I was able to support them, but I got to try a different brand of coffee to see if, if I liked it or not. So, again, it's a win-win situation. You can get a lot of people to um, uh, find out more about the people that the media always lies about. And, and, and if anyone mm -hmm. hasn't done it yet, you've got to check out the three films by Dennis Wise. Adolf Hitler, The Greatest Story Never Told, Communism by the Back Door, mm -hmm. and Secret Masonic Victories of World War II. And most recently, I've been diving into uh, Europa, The Last Battle. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I mean, just showing you the, the, the savagery of what happened in Russian gulags under communism should be the biggest eye-opener for any motherfucker who's going to understand what's going to happen if we lose our freedoms in this country. It's going to make Soviet Russia look like recess. Exactly. And that, and that's um, when you join our group, you know, you go on a six-month probationary period, and we assign a sponsor to you, and they're like your mentor. And you also mm -hmm. have homework to do. Um, watching Europa, the last battle is a requirement, is, is so is reading um, – like four books that we require them to read with some other things because, uh, you know, they can take away everything else, but they can't take away your education. And the more people learn and understand, you know, what's going on, the better prepared they're going to be. And um, just so you know, my only addiction is coffee. So wherever you met those vendors that are coffee, if they want to come be vendors at the Aryan Fest, <laughs> tell them they're more than welcome. It's, and anyone that wants to be a vendor or any musician that wants to play or anybody that wants to come box and fight, you know, you can reach out to me on Telegram. It's at Daisy Barr, D-A-I-S-Y. B-A-R-R, or email through the website, and I can tell you more about it. Definitely. Uh, definitely a, a must-have, that's for sure. Okay, Daisy, thank you for coming back on the show, and we're looking forward to talking to you again soon, especially as it gets closer to the event time. Absolutely. Have a good night. Thanks for having me. Hail victory. All right, hail victory. Okay, so that's uh, Daisy Barr. Again, Aryan Freedom Network is the name of the website. Uh, you can go to white-empower.org, and there's more information there um, to look up. There's uh, various events on the event page. Uh, you go click on News, and uh, there are some very good links on here as well. So 
lots of interesting links that they have on here. Altright.tv, Christians for Truth, uh, Justice Report, that's always a must. National Vanguard, definitely. Conservative Headlines, uh, World Truth Videos, National Justice Party Media, uh, Goyam Television. I've heard a lot about that one recently. I need to check that out. Uh, Occidental Descent is always a good one. Um, Truth in History Television, American Renaissance, American Freedom Party News, uh, New Nation News, Hate Crimes Against Whites, The Accidental Observer, The Futurist Observer, Warren Balog Uncensored. Nice. He's definitely becoming a, a major voice in the movement, that's for sure. Uh, the American Futurist, National Justice, Dissent Watch, Media to Rise, The Unz Review, and Renegade Tribune. Definitely Renegade Tribune. And also include Renegade Broadcasting. Uh, you can hear some various podcasts uh, from Kyle Hunt and uh, Sinead McCarthy and others as well uh, through there on um, Renegade Broadcasting. I also recommend going to uh, whiteresistor.com uh, and you'll be able to um, find some really good stuff there as well. <laughs> and uh, they have some good links on there. I've been a big fan of this site for, for a long time. They did start switching to daily archives um, org or something like that. And... Um, um, it looks like they've gone back to whiteresistor.com. So maybe if you type that in, it still goes on, but it's still listed up there, uh, White Resistor, Voice of the White Resistance. They also have a, a, a store there as well. I bought some stuff off them. Uh, they're overseas in Europe, um, but their they're catalog's starting to get smaller. So they've always been selling out a lot of uh, swag, that's for sure. But um, uh, good stuff here. I also encourage... Uh, people, too, actually sit down and read Mein Kampf. Um, if you go to the Greatest Story Never Told website, there's a, a little store on there. They actually have a free PDF download version where you can actually um, download Mein Kampf for free. also has uh, time period appropriate pictures of uh, of Herr Hitler in shorts and Legenhosen, <laughs> as well as... Um, some footnotes that also um, help understand the references of events of the time period in which he referenced. Now, now it's been almost uh, been almost a hundred years since that book came out, and in some ways, I think it's more powerful now than ever because of the fact that many things that explains in there is actually still dead on relevant today, and so it just goes to show you that the um, uh, the truth. Fears no investigation, as he had said. But I also encourage you, if you've not seen the Dennis Wise films, that you must see The Greatest Story Never Told, Communism by the Back Door, and Secret Masonic Victories of World War II, and then look up Europa, The Last Battle. Um, what's interesting about that is go to europathelastbattle.net. And once you click on that, um, it does give you options in which to be able to get it. So click on Watch Europa on archive.org. Once you click on that, it'll launch you to archive.org. And um, you'll see you can play it off of their server or even better, um, 
Download options is in right-hand column. And they have various uh, formats in which you can download it. So, for example, you go to MPEG-4, you just uh, hit the download button as it pops up as you hover over the title, or you can right-click over it, save link as, and save it where you want. Um, there is uh, 11 file, which is 9.5 gig for this. You can click on that. It'll download all 11 files at once, or click on right-click and do save link as, and you can save it uh, directly as you desire or you want it. So I have been, uh, I've gotten through about half of this so far, and I have to say I, I'm very, very powerful, and it connects all the dots. So I recommend people go and check that out for sure and um, watch that film. It, it, it's a lot to absorb. You're going to have to probably do at least three or four sittings minimum, even at each section at a time, to fully absorb all that information. It's, it's that riveting. And uh, when they showed you exactly just how evil the Bolsheviks were and how they treated people, um, that is a small taste of what we're going to experience here if we lose our freedoms at any time in the near future. So I definitely recommend that uh, you stand up and be counted because remember what Benjamin Franklin said, either we hang together or we're sure as shit going to hang separately. And that's my emphasis, by the way. So um, he's right. So join or die. All righty then. So I definitely think that is a a good thing. So we're going to close tonight with German band Accept, dubiously from the Blind Rage album in 2015. Uh, we're going to close with From the Ashes We Rise. And uh, I encourage you to check the other um, shows here on the Residence Radio Network as well, and uh, we definitely have uh, some very good shows on this uh, network to listen to, and our uh, listenership has actually been spiking lately, and uh, much to my amazement, we've got, I think was it, uh, the amount of listenership in Russia is incredible. Just to give you some stats real quick, yes, we have almost 8% listenership in Russia. That's phenomenal. I mean, we're in the English language programs uh, on this network, and we've got 8% listenership in Russia. That is badass. UK, we're starting to pick up too now. We've got well over 5% in the UK. So that is uh, going very well. Of course, our biggest listenership here is the United States, and uh, we've got many countries uh, Brazil, South Africa, Australia's got a respectable percentage. We even have listeners in China and Japan. So, I mean, it, it's phenomenal. We, we, we got people all over the globe, even in other African countries, even Saudi Arabia. So, I mean, shit, man. So, again, uh, we have something to say, and people want to tune in. That's great. So, that's definitely a plus. All right, we're going to close tonight with Accept from the Ashes We Rise, and we'll catch you next week. Shalatama.
You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com My brothers, my sisters, I bring you a message of solidarity, a call to action, and a demand for adherence to duty of an Aryan resurgence and ultimately total Aryan victory. We have broken the chains of Jewish thought. We know not the meaning of the word mine, it is ours. Our race, the totality of our people. Ten hearts, one beat. One hundred hearts, one beat. Ten thousand hearts, one beat. We are born to fight and to die and to continue the flow. The flow of our people. Onward we will go, onward to the stars, high above the mud, the mud of yellow, black, and brown. So kinsman, duty calls. The future is now. If months from now you have not yet fully committed yourself to the Alliance, then you have an effect not only betrayed your race, you have betrayed yourself. So stand up like men and drive the enemy into the sea. Stand up like men and swear a sacred oath upon the green graves of our sires that you will reclaim what our forefathers discovered, explored, conquered, settled, built, and died for. Stand up like men and reclaim our soil. Kinsmen, arise. Look toward the stars and proclaim our destiny. Defeat never, victory forever. InfoWarsLife.com, BioTrue Selenium. We've had so many requests over the years for selenium, and just recently we were able to source a certified organic bioavailable selenium from mustard seed extract. When you take selenium in the body, it actually benefits the detoxification systems in your body. It helps balance the thyroid gland. It helps detoxify. Selenium is another one of those absolute must-haves. The highest concentration of selenium is in the thyroid gland, but it's actually used all over the body. As a matter of fact, there's 25 genes in the body that are directly dependent upon selenium. So it really is a all-around nutrient that everybody really needs. I'm taking it now every day. This is so key. BioTrue Selenium is the product, the best selenium that we could bring you. We believe it's the best out there at a very, very low price. Exclusively available at InfoWarsLife.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Are you worried about America? Do you fear the power of the Obama brigades to take away your rights? The Obama presidency is the most radical left-wing administration in American history. Our constitutional liberties are in danger. What can you do? Join the Council of Conservative Citizens. For over 20 years, the CFCC has fought for the rights and ideals of the European-American majority. The CFCC has won legal and political battles to protect your heritage and your liberties. The CFCC advocates strong state governments over the power of Washington, D.C. to rule your life. The CFCC believes in an American-first foreign and domestic policy which opposes globalism and one-world government. The CFCC advocates racial integrity as God's natural order. 
Visit our website today at www.cofcc.org and join fellow European Americans in the fight for our people. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest price filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Boar's Head is bringing a slice of Japan to the deli. Introducing Boar's Head Ichiban Teriyaki-style chicken. Tender, slow-roasted chicken breast, coated in our signature teriyaki glaze, where ginger, garlic, and a hint of brown sugar meet for a flavor that's both sweet and savory. New Boar's Head Ichiban Teriyaki-style chicken. The bold flavor of Japan, now at the deli. Only from Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. In ancient times, man roamed the earth in a constant state of hunting or being hunted. Introducing Caveman, where cutting-edge science meets ancient super nutrients. Secure your bottle right now at InfoWarsStore.com. 